Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Digitama Castery. We are here once again to talk to you about Digimon and some virtual pets, some anime, all that good stuff, all the facets of Digimon. We're talking about everything today, but not everything. But it is, of course, the day before Halloween when you are going to be able to first listen to this. So it's going to be a bit of a spooky episode. Um, who's, who's got a scare for us? Who's, gonna, who's got a jump scare to give us for this uh, podcast? Ah! There we go. That's a good one. That work? Squibbles. So that was Vince. Welcome, Vince. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I could not stop saying um, that the entire time we were watching the episode. I just kept going, Squibbles. But where does Squibbles? <laughs> All right. Who else have we got here today? This is Humilos, of course. Um, back once again. We have the same cast as we did in the last episode. So uh, sound off. Ayo, where are you at? Hey, everyone. It's Ayo Geeks. And lastly, we have... Hello, I am Flurp. How do you do? How do they do? They won't be able to tell us. How do you comment on a podcast? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> if you, uh, if anyone in the audience knows how to comment on a podcast, let me know, because I don't see a comment. Send us a stamped letter. Yes, please Some do. Comment. Signed All postage. Yep, four of them. Yeah, you're going to have to make four copies, yeah. Mm -hmm. But we will not give you our addresses, so you have to figure that by yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's certainly not happening. Um, you, you know the general area in which I live. I live in Barbados, so just send it somewhere over there and <laughs> it'll reach me. Uh, so we have, of course, with Halloween coming up, we have plans to discuss. We've got various Halloween plans. Uh, so what's, uh, what's everyone doing? Is anyone doing anything particularly interesting this Halloween season? I'm going to a party, hopefully, on Friday. It's going to be a costume party. It's a potluck. No, not much else going on. I... I, I in spite of everything, I still feel like I did Halloween decently this year because Halloween is an all-month thing. So if you're not in the spirit all month long, then it was like a waste. But I feel like I I really went for it. We watched some scary movies, some scary shows. Um, the house is all decorated. So You went to Bush Gardens? I'm feeling pretty good. Went to Bush Gardens, the scariest thing possible. Um, yeah, so things are things are okay. So the, the, the party is just a nice little cherry on top of the Halloween pie. You are leaving out the key detail, though. What are you gonna? What are you dressing as to this costume party? Oh, oh, you're right. Um, so originally we were going to dress as zombie cowboys, um, but it turns out that uh, cowboy attire is incredibly expensive. Uh, so, uh, and medieval costumes aren't. So we're going as medieval zombies now. Beautiful choice. A good mixing of the genres. Yeah, we wanted to have uh, one thing that I liked and one thing that uh, Kelly, my fiance, likes. So. So, uh, I don't know if I'm doing anything the weekend of Halloween, uh, this weekend, but, uh, I recently just, uh, met with some friends a couple weekends and we, one weekend we did some crafts and watched some scary things and we carved pumpkins and watched some scary things. Um, I'm kind of in agreement with Flirp. You gotta celebrate all month long. So I've kind of been raising spooky Digimon, uh, all throughout the month on all the different devices. Uh, and then um, been watching some uh, spookier kind of anime. So uh, it's, it's been a good celebration. Give us the best spooky anime you've been watching. So, well, spooky, but it, it takes place in the demon world. It's uh, Welcome to Demon School, Idamakun. I've been watching it, and it's not too bad. Um, and then I've been watching Ghost Stories as well. So, Ghost Stories is an absolute classic. Oh, yeah. Um, 
the second, the, the first one you said there, could you explain to me this whole trend <laughs> with anime these days where all the titles of anime are like a sentence directed to somebody? Yeah. Like, I, I first saw it with the whole, um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime thing, and now it's like just everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so isekais love to have um, their whole thesis as their title. Um, it's basically a dissertation. Um, yeah, it's just really long and obnoxious. I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I I have the answer. Uh, okay. So the reason is is a lot of these are being translated from light novels, and light novels to get you to to pick them off the shelf, they have to have like the most specific names to know what you're getting into to start reading it. So it's like that time I got reincarnated as slime. I don't think Urukumakun was actually a light novel though. That one's just mouthful to say yeah that's just kind of common when there's like my mom's two hit target attack is op in this dungeon yeah that, that that's uh that was that's what i was yep. gonna mention it's like do you love your mom and her two hit multi-target attacks question mark yeah it's, it's absolutely insane mm -hmm. are they all video game themed like not almost, all like, of them Isekai's kind of like tend towards like the RPG kind of thing. I was just but, uh, looking down Funimation's like lists the other day, and just, I like what I like to do is to annoy Jessica. I just uh, look at each title and I say it in a really obnoxious voice, <laughs> and then read the description in a really obnoxious voice because <laughs> like I find them all to be absurd. And uh, yeah, like that's the thing; it's all of them are about like RPGs, and I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. But it was so weird to see that many of them about that subject. Yeah, it's incredibly common. I guess that's what's hip these days. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? <sighs> that one's trash, and you can't you can't argue me otherwise. That one's so bad. I, I have never seen it. I've only heard the <laughs> heard the title. Back in my day, when we had games with RPGs, they had the most impossible to pronounce titles, like dot hack sign. Dot hack like, backslash backslash. Dot, yeah, exactly. Dot hack sign backslash backslash. <laughs> and we liked it that way. Dang it, Vince. What are you doing this Halloween season? I got nothing. I got absolutely nothing. The spookiest thing of all. Yeah. Are, you, are you a hater of Halloween, or are you just, uh, it's just not feeling it this year? Nah, I just don't do it. I'm, I'm kind of getting to that point myself, to be honest with you. Like, I'm not, a uh, for a good long while, uh, Jessica and I were just, like, great at couples costumes. We always did, like, something really fun. But we peaked uh, a few years back when we decided to dress up as Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> and oh my God. it was, we did a magnificent job on it. We even made a friend that night from it, and who came into a bunch of, uh, game nights with us so but after that point i'm like i can't think of anything better than that for a costume and therefore i just no longer care as much as i used to <laughs> so this weekend like i'm basically just a normal old man now because i'll just be handing out bags of candy to anyone who comes to my door which we'll see uh we'll see how that goes because it's a new neighborhood and i don't know how many kids are in it and so i'm our last neighborhood we didn't get like almost anybody we had like maybe 30 kids a night on Halloween and that was it so we'll see but we did uh, I did technically carve a pumpkin I carved the head of Samus into a pumpkin uh, <laughs> visiting my uh, brother out west or my brother-in-law rather out west and it was fun it was a good time we went to a corn maze that's always cool so it's more fall themed than that one I guess and Halloween themed but we don't have fall in Florida so I had to leave to go celebrate it <laughs> yeah so a good time a good time. Good Halloween plans all around, except for Vince, but everyone else has good Halloween plans. To speak to what Ao said about raising spooky Digimon, I think the spookiest thing that happened to me is that all of them died, like, suddenly. Like, <laughs> I don't think I planned any of their deaths. I just looked away for, like, 
a bit and they die, which just, it doesn't happen to me often. So this has been a, a spookier season of a lot of uh, very sad computer screens looking back at me when I go to check my Digimon. <laughs> Man. So on that subject, there are quite a few devices of the spooky variety. So we, we talked about this to make sure we all had a good idea of how many there were. We came up with the Pendulum uh, Nightmare Soldiers, the Pendulum Z Nightmare Soldiers, the Digital Monster X2, so both the XC and XZ devices. Hey, there, Vince is holding one. You can't see that because this is an audio format, but he's got the purple one right there. And then, oh, who's sleeping? He's got a little Agumon X Black sleeping on it. Very cute. And then we have the Dynasty of the Evil Dim. And we were gonna, I was gonna say the Excel Evil Edition, but it's not super spooky because Commander Mod is the dinosaur of metal variety. It's more of a metal empire type theme than actual evil. <laughs> I guess Dracumon counts, but yeah, either way. So, of all these, oh, an Armageddon army. I gotta say Armageddon army, otherwise I'm gonna get lambasted for being <laughs> a progress hater. I, I wouldn't count. I, I love the progress, and I wouldn't count the Armageddon army. <laughs> it's got evil. Oh, whoa, 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 it's true. That is true. So it's not inherent. So that one, we're going to kind of put the, let's, let's rank these, you know, to top five. So we're going to put um, least spooky would be Armageddon Army then is what we'll see yeah. there. Agreed. So, totally agree. So then I, 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 let's see, what would the next be? I wouldn't say the X2s are particularly spooky devices. I would not either. But they I, have demons on they them. They do. But I also <laughs> am not sure if I would call the Pendulum Z Nightmare Soldiers particularly spooky either. I was going to say they're kind of tied. They have Again, evil Digimon on it, but they're not themed to be evil. I guess X2 actually a little bit more so, because it is the evil X. Right. Like, especially the... the okay, so let's say the X2 purple, or the XD version. No, XD. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one, um, I would say, is the spookier between the two, since that's got, like, Impmon. It's got Mephismon X, which, honestly... Creepy. That design, holy cow. So I, I'd say between the two of them, I would definitely go with uh, the XD purple instead of the XC. So we'll put X, I, I'd put XC down right above Armageddon Army. What about you guys? Yeah, I, I can. I'd put it, I'd I put it above it. the Pendulum Z. And Oh, you would? I, like spookier? Yeah. Okay. I also just, I like it more than the Z, but that's just me. I think the Pendulum Z has like a lot of like urban legend or cryptid type Digimon on there. That's my way of justifying uh, Mojimon. Right, that's the only way Mojimon makes sense is if you look at a Yeah, a, nothing else makes sense. Yeti. And X-Tyrannomon yeah, actually can't make sense one way or the other. <laughs> it's a Halloween costume. It's a Halloween costume. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't know. It's like a possessed doll almost. I guess. So, like, if you want to stretch it. But, do we, 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 we have to have, like, a possessed doll Digimon, right? Besides uh, the uh, the stuffed animal, like, bad care Digis? Um, I, I don't count Pinocchimon. No, we don't count Pinocchimon. Um, I don't know. I don't know if we really do. There might be an Atmon or something. I don't know. Who knows what it's in there? Who knows what's <laughs> side of things? That's your just. I would also say that I just the pure reasoning of Neo Devimon being in there puts it above the XC a little bit for me. That is that is true. Oh, uh, the scariest part of that roster is definitely uh, all of the slots eaten up by uh, Algamon. <laughs> yeah, Algamon sucks, and that brings it right back down. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that one's a tie. <laughs> It, it might be. Both of them have a lot of things bringing them down in the, in the uh, spooky department. Okay, so let, let's uh, let's just put those two hovering right around each other. 
Uh, <laughs> Pendulum Z and XC are both right around each other. So that leaves the XD, the Dynasty of the Evil, and the original <laughs> Pendulum. And is anyone going to vote against the original Pendulum for top? Should we just decide that right here? I think it has to be top, right? Because everything else has some like weird stuff on it. I think the only weird thing on the original Pendulum... Um, I don't know. I can't really like, think of anything that's like, super is weird. like the least creepy one on there, but even then it's like he's a scary monkey guy. So I don't know. Like I, I still find He's a Sasquatch. He's a Sasquatch. Cryptid. You can stretch anything. <laughs> you can. A... You can. So Alright, so if we're gonna say that's on top, that means we need to figure out our number two and our number three. So it's between the XC and Dynasty of the Evil. What do we think? I would think Dynasty comes in right below the original pendulum, uh, because it has so many of the original pendulum. Uh, Digimon on it. <laughs> that is cheating. <laughs> I I agree though. I think it, it it has a lot of them, but it also has stuff like uh, Ghostmon. Uh, it has uh, Jokermon there, which is like you know evil clown. That's a very that's a pretty it modern. It does kinda... up the clown game quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I I know a few people who appreciate that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I. I... I'm bouncing back and forth on that one too, but I do think that yeah, just the the selection is a bit sp spookier. But even like Cyberdermon, who isn't like I don't much care for the design, but it is it is at least like a scary looking design. Like if I saw <laughs> he's that, he's got holes in his wings. Holes in his his wings also look kind of like more fleshy than they do wing like. I don't know if that's just like the way that they shaded it or not, but like I hate the way that they look. Yeah, the, the holes <laughs> in the wings are like almost random. Like just or I mean they they seem completely random so it doesn't make sense visually just like right it's, and they're not like battle damage holes like mm -hmm. you see in other digimon either like, it's it's like he right. it's like the people who like yeah distress their genes on purpose that kind of thing. yes it's like purpose purposefully edgy holes that are like evenly spaced out yeah he got those wings at hot topic <laughs> i believe it <laughs> okay so okay so that, that sounds like we got up top pendulum followed by dynasty of the evil xc and then a tie between the Pendulum Z and XD, and then at the very bottom is Armageddon Army because they have angels in there too. That sounds yeah. that sounds correct. Also, I, I would like to make a confession. I legit did not read uh, Dynasty of the Evil as Dynasty of the Evil. I in my head just completely eradicated the the <laughs> as you and should. Read it that, as Dynasty that's your of Evil. <laughs> and, and then when you when you kept saying the dynasty of the evil i was like is is humulus okay <laughs> and then i read it and i'm like oh <laughs> i am not okay it sure does say that for some reason it sure does have a the you're telling me the people who did mad black war and true shadow howl may not have the best grasp of naming things for some reason that one that flowed better than a like i don't know like, I feel like this is how Mermaid Man would probably name a dim. <laughs> the evil! Oh, <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so speaking of spooky stuff, we once again had a, another episode of our horror-themed Digimon show, and they sure are keeping that theme going. Like, I am legit surprised, because I thought it was just going to be kind of a lighter idea of it. It was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be kind of, like, have some scary things here and there. But, like, no, they are making a strong point so far to include actual horror elements every episode, including things like broken legs and disappearing hands and holy cow. So what are we thinking about this episode overall? I um, I enjoyed it from a story perspective. Um, I think some some things like the animation quality definitely took uh, a hit 
this episode and I was kind of expecting it to around this point. I think I was mostly surprised that episode two kept with episode one's uh, animation quality. So I was expecting some kind of dip in episode three and it, it, it did come. It's his tell uh, from a na- Yeah, but, but f- narratively, um, I think they kept, they kept the, uh, like you said, they kept the creepiness factor up high. Uh, people were uh, about like kind of about to die that one lady whose hair was growing so out of control that it was going to like completely destroy her life and she was going to like suffocate. Just, yeah, just like a, a couple really scary elements there. I think they introduce, uh, I, I never know how to pronounce her name. Ruli. Ruli? Yeah. Ruli. Um, they introduced her in a, in a cool way. Um, I think they maybe could have made her character a little bit stronger from like a, uh, from like, showing how she reacts to certain things but I, I we got we got enough of a gist to to so that there's something there she's kind of like a, a hothead that was an interesting of. thing too because from the last episode we were talking about how she seemed all gung-ho about this creepy stuff up until the point that it like now that it happened to her so that's uh yeah i found that interesting so i'm wondering like if how we've been perceiving her is more of a front she puts on and she's not like actually all about the creepy stuff in reality when it actually happens. Yeah, but she does take initiative though. She she's does. uh which is which is cool to see. And I know and she's kind of it was kind of funny to see Hero go like like calm down. <laughs> like she was like <laughs> I was expecting her to get more like indignant at that, but she kind of just said, "Okay, I guess we'll just calm down." She kind of just like stood there. But but yeah. Um I like her character so far and I am excited to see more. Yeah, I really liked how they introduced her um they could have made the episode um you know they introduced her issue with the scribbles and then they could have just gone back to hero and then connect them together but they stayed focused on her um they kind of gave her time to shine um which you know coming from colon and it being the (laughs) tai chi show um is kind of a breath of fresh air um, I also liked Angora Mon's voice as well. I thought that fit really good. So I thought it was a pretty good episode. I was actually surprised when it was uh, Dracumon um, instead of um, Omekamon or Akakimon being the more yeah. obvious choices there. Um, so that was a surprise uh, for me, which was nice because they, they took it at a different angle. Um, I almost felt like I was faked out. Uh, with the emphasis on the scribbles, so uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was all right. Um, it, it it tonally it felt really weird to me. It felt like it was extremely slow, and then boom was done. Like they kind of dragged on the whole scribble thing. They and they like to show the same scene like two or three times in a row, which was kind of weird. Um, like they're very much padding it out, which makes some sense because uh this episode wasn't necessarily done entirely by toei uh in the in the credits this is credit to mar raven in the uh, digital hatchery discord it was outsourced to yota studios did a large majority of this (laughs) don't you dare speak ill of them oh i'm not they did sonic mania they did like the opener and closer bits i'm just saying like this episode wrapped up around the end of the last couple of episodes of colon airing so it's like a pretty quick turnaround in terms of it being done. So it makes sense why there was a lot of like weird animation inconsistencies um, that 
typically I can ignore those kind of things, but there's there's a lot of them in this episode. So it was like very glaring to see, especially when first episode one and two like were pretty well put together. There wasn't a lot of that kind of problem. Um, but yeah, just the the pacing felt very weird to me. So I'm I'm interested to see more, but it was like yeah, it was just I don't know, it just felt is like glacial, and then boom, it's done. I did get that vibe when, 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 like early on in the episode, when, when, when things kind of, it was kind of like taking its time. I was like, I almost wanted to check how much time was left <laughs> in the show because I was like, there's no way this is going to last. I legit like, thought it was going to be a two-parter. I'm like, this can't be a two-parter. That's what I did too. It, it just seemed like it was supposed to end, um, a lot later than, than it ended up ending. Like when they were taking their time with like showing the scribbles and like building up the suspense, I'm like... I'm enjoying this, but I know that if this isn't a two-parter, which would probably upset me because I would have to wait another week to see the conclusion, but if it isn't a two-parter, it's going to be kind of cut short in a way. Um, but then it got to the ending, and I, I kind of, I was okay with how it wrapped up. I was, uh, I, I didn't think it was like terribly rushed, but I did, I did think that if they had sped things along early on, it might have been more well-rounded overall. For me, it the beginning part being slow, I was cool with that overall. Like, I liked it. I liked the way it was presented, except for what Vince said, the recycled animation for that one bit where it's like, remember this from four minutes ago? And I'm like, yeah, I do. I was there. Um, but <laughs> I, I liked that all okay. Um, for me, the part that really got me was right towards the end when everything just kind of stopped entirely to have them being like, okay, we need to materialize in Goromon now. And it's like, why haven't you done it yet? <laughs> Like, go on with it, get on with it, like, just do it, just do it. and it's just, it's lingered on that for so long of just, uh, waiting for it to happen, and I'm like, but why? Like, I, I didn't really feel heightened tense, uh, um, uh, heightened tension from that, I just felt like it was just kind of just not getting to the point. I think, uh, that could have been easily avoided by putting some kind of, like, obstacle between Ruli and, the, like, maybe the dim card or something, like, maybe... Maybe Hero was like about to like throw it to her, but that's when Drachmon started possessing him. So she needed to exert like some kind of effort in order to get it first, and maybe like do something besides standing there watching Angoramon struggle <laughs> before finally plugging the dim card in. Because I did enjoy that. I did enjoy watching Angoramon like try his best to protect Ruli and just like fail over and over again. But then I'm like also thinking Ruli literally could solve this problem right now. But she's like watching him fail, and just and then she then she scolds him, and then she puts the dim card in. <laughs> so yeah, maybe, maybe uh, that could have been handled a bit better. I found I found it weirdly inconsistent with her hands too when they started getting ghostified. We're like, how could she put on gloves if if she couldn't touch her fingers to the piano? Well, they were purple, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how. Oh, okay. Got off. Yeah. My mistake. <laughs> what? It's purple, hence you could touch it, even if you got ghosty fingers. I was under the impression that the like the structure of her hands were still there. But she completely faced like, that piano. She did, yeah. Yeah, the fingers did. How did yeah. she even hold gloves would, or yeah. touch a dim card or that seemed like it could have been a point of like, oh, I need someone's help to put this on or something to make that seem like more than a sad moment i can't touch my piano anymore but jk i can touch stuff yeah i uh i did i do want to say that that was kind of a good point of theming i guess maybe uh like so yeah she's like very much geared towards her 
her her hands in what they do. Like so, like that came out really dumb. Um, she um, she uses her hands a lot for what she likes doing. She plays the piano. She's a social media icon. So obviously she's tip tapping on her phone all the time. Um, so for Drachmon to target her hands is obviously a a big blow to her as a like her identity. Um, and it also, by extension, uh, makes Angoramon want to defend her more because he apparently loves hearing her play the piano. So. Yeah, it's like Dracomon, or yeah, Draco, Dracumon? I think it's Dracumon? Dracumon. Like Dracula. Yeah, I just never said it out loud before. Uh, he was specifically targeting all the people in everyone who got squibbified was like the track runner who really liked to run, the hair keeper who really liked to cut hair or do hairdressing. Earring man, love that earring. Loved it. And then it was broken. <laughs> Broke his heart. So yeah, it, it seemed that, like they were playing on is... a play of like, ooh, losing your treasured thing. And it didn't really pan out like that. It did, like, visually. But it wasn't like a theme that kind of was like, felt like it was purposeful. It was more like, uh, he runs, get his legs. He has an earring. Get that out of there. <laughs> I, I well, see what you're that, that, that guy, maybe not. But I did I did think that the, the whole scene where she was touching the piano and phasing through it, that was that drove it home like, oh, this is really affecting her mm-hmm. ability to enjoy her life. Like this is this is like very specifically targeted. And that that's what like that's what kind of put it in perspective for me. Um, where I remembered, oh yeah, the runner guy, he lost like his leg is not working, the hair person, yeah, it's like this is very targeted uh aggression by by Dracomon. So it's it goes beyond just like simple pranks just for the heck of it. He enjoys watching people suffer in unique ways. And this is like a child level Digimon. So yeah, that was and he's super that powerful. That was something I, I put in had, my notes too of like he's a super powerful rookie. So it's like I think I already pointed this out that, at the very beginning. It's levels freaking don't matter. Yeah, you you got me there. I think it's awesome honestly. I think it's awesome because it's like yeah that might matter in something like a digimon fight but when it comes to like fussing with humanity and making sure that they 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 suffer in a specific way any amount of power exerted in an intelligent way can cause damage and i think that's a that's a really cool uh, aspect of of this show and dracomon in general oh, I, was, I was gonna say i thought it was really interesting because at the end dracomon's still around so I'm wondering if we're going to see him again in some capacity, and he even hints um, in the battle that you know there's even more evil Digimon out there. So maybe he's connected to like the first big uh, arc villain. So you actually yeah. are bringing up exactly what I was about to go into right there. Um, is we we learned a few things in this episode that are really good setups for things to come later. Like the first big thing that I feel like we learned is that. Digimon can't touch humans unless they've been realized or materialized or whatever they're calling it this time around. So that is important and good to know, but they can touch Digimon. Um, Two, realized Digimon seem to get like a buff. And that might just be because Angoramon is connected to Ruli and they have a Digivice or whatever. But even then, if that's. If he was so much weaker than Dracomon before and is now so much stronger, like that could make a lot of sense as to why a lot of Digimon may want to realize, as Dracomon was alluding to. And then the other thing is just, like you are saying, Ao, that Dracomon's still around, Clockmon's still around, both of them aren't happy. Um, Mummymon's still around, but he seems to be doing okay. Um, he's probably he's probably great. And it makes me almost wonder if we're going 
less into a Monster of the Week situation and more into a Rogues Gallery situation, where we could see all these Digimon appearing as recurring villains in the show, kind of like a Batman type of thing. So, like, we have, obviously, our Scarecrow of Clockmon already, and we have, uh, um, I guess, I don't know, what, what, what you would allude Jackumon to, I'll let you draw your own Joker. comparisons, but, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just wonder if uh, we're going to see them coming back on a regular basis and, like, doing team-ups and having special villain episodes. Like, that one probably not at all. That, that one's that, not going to happen, but I would love it. <laughs> that would be cool. But, I, yeah, like, I do want to touch on what, what Ao mentioned, where he, he said he said that he could find a partner in crime. Yes. He was talking about humans. Yes. He was talking about finding uh, a human partner to uh, go around and uh, screw stuff up with. So that's a really interesting point. I want to, to see to that think happen. That maybe, yeah, maybe like evil, evil tamers. And, and this is like, so it's like kind of like the ghosts, the Digimon are like finding uh, like these like spirit medium partners so maybe maybe this is just the uh, shaman king of digimon maybe that's what we're going for here and i am totally okay with that because i love shaman. it'd be interesting to see how they set that up because they they very specifically said they can't touch humans when they're not materialized minus the times where they they yes. have with clockmon so ignore those um but with the vbs only hero has the three that we know that exist so it, yes could there be more That'd be kind of interesting, but I think I think yeah. I think uh that there's nothing really so far to make us believe that there aren't more out there somewhere or that the uh they can't be replicated somehow. Um I know there was talk of some kind of evil organization or some kind of organization uh, early on maybe being a thing. So maybe they start like replicating the Digivice somehow. I don't know. This is just wild speculation at this point, but that would be uh one way to lead into evil tamer territory. I do think that the Digimon may also be able to do more with uh, what they have as well. Because obviously, Dracumon is putting scribbles on all these photos, right? What's to stop a Digimon from learning how to write in English or Japanese or whatever the case may be and uh, actually send messages and start sending emails to somebody? I, I'm curious if uh, how much they can actually do. Because he was interfacing with the cameras, no problem. He was able to draw on their photos, no problem. And that also affected them and gave us those little uh, digital circles that we saw um, with Mummymon as well, which I'm wondering if those will get more explained or what how, what exactly those are, how they work. But yeah, I, I think the Digimon may be able to, um, if they're smart enough, interact with humans via other means other than just like, you know, running into them. So I'm, I'm yeah, wondering if they'll touch on that. They're touching on a lot of different, like, uh, kind of like tropes where like, oh, fear technology, like all oh, like digital images, blah, blah, blah. Like, or like, oh, he was like an urban legend. Um, so maybe that could be like a chain message. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. episode. That's totally that yeah. sweet. Or robocalls. They call you about your car's extended <laughs> warranty. <laughs> Gosh. Or about what? Does anyone else get calls about water? I get a lot of calls about coming to check my water contents. Oh. That's very Never. weird. <laughs> yes. I only get calls about my car. You got I, get them, I, I do get the warranty calls, obviously, but every, every week I get a call. They're like, hey, we want to we want to give you a free Home Depot gift card. And I'm like, okay, but we got to go test your water. I'm like, stop calling me. I have water. <laughs> I'm not going to pay you to set up filters and crap. They're yeah. just thirsty, dude. They really, just, just want to come really over and get some water. water. 
Yeah, there's like yeah. I had some where it was uh, you'd get this huge like air horn, like a like a cruise ship air horn. It's like your captain's speaking to you about a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? it's just like this is your captain speaking. This is a phone call you get. <laughs> it's normal. That's how you do it all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh! So yeah, that'll be a good episode when that comes up. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Everything's still looking good. Um, I do find it funny. Like, we were talking last week, right, about the spoiler not showing what the Digimon would be. Um, this spoiler obviously did, but I'm also like, it might as well. Yep. <laughs> if they were just showing the first part of that, um, like, the first five seconds, you know who's coming. It's like, oh, right. okay, Pump Monster. Yeah. Stuff, so got it. They didn't even bother hiding it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this one's obvious. But I'm okay with that because I'm super hyped now because it's it's going to be on Halloween. Yes. And now, now I'm like... All right, maybe it's okay that we missed a week. Do you think that's because why the timing they could the not week? be better? No, they probably had an election, but they maybe planned it this way, oh, that's like true. in the writing. I like that um, you just said they probably had an election. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Did I say that? Did I say probably? Did. As if you were trying to be nice to me to be like, no, we know why you skipped it, idiot. There was an election. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. But yeah, no, like it's 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 maybe they planned it out. Um, in advance like they're okay we know we're gonna have an election let's make the episode land on halloween and it also coincides with the current it also co coincides with the current um vital bracelet raid which is uh fantastic is it's like a perfect it's a perfect storm of pumpmon who could ask for more yeah on this Halloween. Now, you think he's gonna be a like a bad bad guy or a misunderstood guy oh he's totally gonna be shibuya like the same uh same type of pumpmon that we had in digimon adventure Oh, I, th I think he's going to be a prankster, as I remember that there are literal, like, pumpkins, like, suffocating people in the preview or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, my mom was suffocating and, I feel like, like, starving people, so I was like, yeah, you can get away with that. life and all that. It's fine. That's true. Maybe he had. Maybe has a good reason for it. Oh, no, he does. Maybe the reason is, like, he doesn't want people to be carving pumpkins. Mm. Oh, it's that a was, revenge uh, story. Yeah, it's a revenge story. I also want to, like talk about really quick how hero keeps letting these digimon off the hook yeah. and like you said like it's like a rogues gallery type situation potentially where they could come back and haunt them um he's like obviously hero is not the ruthless type to completely destroy and digimon's lives like over over things like this but i do feel like especially with things like uh, dracomon and clockmon uh they'll come back and kind of mess with stuff again so maybe that's a plot point later on where he realizes that he can't do that with certain digimon i also wonder if he knew that was even an option before because this is the this episode introduced the idea of digimon being able to absorb each other through uh yeah beating them so i wonder if he even knew that was like a thing if he knew that they, digimon could even live or die like so yeah i'm pretty sure that's exclusive to dracumon i think he you just think has so? that ability to suck oh, uh they said data but it's blood in terms of his abilities, I'm pretty sure Dracomon just. I mean, has he that. is a vampire, so like that would make sense. That, so that, that very well could that be would, the case too. That would make sense. Yeah. I do. Th I do think that it's 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 like it's like obvious that Digimon can cause like serious damage to each other. So I guess it's it stands to reason that they could cause enough damage that they would like die or dematerialize yeah. or, or whatever. I also want to draw a like a comparison and just a stark contrast between how. Hero handles Digimon in this series versus how Taichi handles Digimon in 2020, where Agumon is literally murdering Digimon en masse on a consistent basis, and Taichi does not care at all. 
like just from the get-go just completely atomizing these living beings and they just explode into data particles and tai chi's like Agumon, let's go and it's just like he's totally okay with it that is true hero actually seems to like care about them as people and so far they've all been intelligent too so that helps out yeah like they've all definitely helps that they're characters and not like video game enemies that you yes. uh, get like 10 xp per kill from so i mean i, I so far though i will um i want to point out real quick we are four for four on using weird spooky digimon as antagonists in the show and i'm wondering if that's just going to keep continuing like if we're if it I, I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, but so far, it, that's all it's been. We haven't seen any other random types of Digimon out there. We haven't seen, like, the dinosaurs or anything, and, or the bugs or sea monsters. And is it, are they going to just stick exclusively with all the uh, spookiest of Digimon to use for this, to fit with the horror theme? I mean, Chumon's not that spooky. Chumon is not a villain either. He's just kind of <laughs> there. Exactly. So, oh, you, you're saying that I'm saying like villains villain would be. Yeah, I, I would say more so the primary um, fighters. Not fighters. Uh, I feel like I feel like they, I feel like there's definitely room to include, uh, other other kinds of Digimon. Whether they whether they do is obviously yeah. up in the air. But I do think that it's. I a think possibility. it depends. I certainly would like to see that. Yeah, I think it depends if they actually go to a digital world. They would probably see a, a much wider variety of Digimon. Because a lot yeah. of the evil ones, or like the ones who like causing mischief, are naturally the ones that look like evil things. It'd be <laughs> yeah. We'll have to see in like 20 episodes when everything changes it would be interesting to see i mean they because they could take non like spooky or the more evil digimon and really think up things like they could have cute mon for example uh be a uh digimon that little girls think is a adorable little plush but it actually like sucks their love and affection out of them you know they could they could really go that distance with it but it's interesting to see if they'll just keep the low-hanging fruit Digimon of the, the obvious evil choices. That's no way to call it a Pomomon. Pomomon's not just a low-hanging <laughs> fruit. He's an adorable little fruit bird. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd love to see him uh, in some capacity. Okay, so that was a ghost game this week. We've got uh, the pumpkin episode next time, so we'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that. And uh, for now, we got to move on to the next portion of our program. we got to talk about the Digimon of the week. So first, we gotta get a random number going in here. So let's see, what's my? 358. 358. We'll see if we get those bonus points. Oh, oh, we get bonus points. Okay. <laughs> um, kind of, kind of. The, the <laughs> Digimon that we are going to be discussing today is BL Starmon X. Um, BL Starmon X first appeared in the Digital Monster X, the white version in Japan. And this is a pretty sure that's where she first appeared. And obviously, as you can guess by the name, is based on BL Starmon, and who is a mix-up between Bielzmamon and Bell Star, some sort of old-school outlaw type thing that I know nothing about. Thank you, Wikimon, for clearing stuff up all the time. And yeah, it's uh, I'm not sure if it has appeared anywhere else just yet, other than on the X devices. It did reappear on the X2 devices on both of them. Um, so yeah. Obviously, X antibody Digimon don't get used as much as normal types. So, let's see. I, I, on these ratings, I've normally been going last, and I don't want to have the last word this time, so that other people can argue with what I say instead. So, 
Uh, but what do I give this Digimon? I think you all know exactly what I give this Digimon. I give it one star. Because I hate, I hate humanoid Digimon like this a lot. So they're not at all my thing, especially the ones that appeal to, you know, a certain other type of demographic that I'm not in Digimon for. I'm here to raise monsters. And the weebs. Yeah. I, I, um, I am not here to. I'm not going to even say. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that, and I'm, um, she gets a deal. Star is one star for me. I don't, I don't love this Digimon. Uh, I think, I think from a design standpoint, um, the art is competent. <laughs> uh, I like the wings. They're they're like fluffy purple, like furry feathery wings. One star. <laughs> I don't like her very much. <laughs> I. I this this is like an example of like take taking a an already like it's like it's already like pretty edgy obviously it's like a, just a girl version of uh, Beelzebubmon and then kind of just upping upping it which is you know that's just what happens with X Digimon sometimes uh, but yeah no I don't really I don't really care for her much at all uh, her sprite's cool <laughs> sprite's cool <laughs> Ayo how about you. So this is where the tables get turned as far as viewpoints. <laughs> um, I actually really like a lot of the humanoid Digimons. So um, I don't know. I think she's really cool. Um, I stand pretty hard. Um, she looks like she gas, <laughs> gas, gaslights, gatekeeps, and girl bosses, um, which I'm here for. Sure. for. Uh, the wings are really cool. <laughs> I like her bullets. They kind of look like a cross between Beelzebubmon and um, the Marvel character Nova. Um, mm. So I, I would I would give her a four. I can do without the excessive sexuality, but I know they have to have that waifu appeal um, for that certain demographic. Um, so I'll knock a point off that. But I think she's she's a diva, and I, I'm here for it. This is why I have you here, because I need someone who's like <laughs> opposite if you need someone. <laughs> that way people don't get too mad at the podcast. <laughs> I'm in a very similar campus, AO. I really do like the design quite a bit. I, wow. I'm a fan of the color scheme more than anything. Yeah. I like purples and blues and blacks. It is definitely over the top in terms of like... So this, the the Beale Starmon, I don't know if the X version, but Beale Starmon is a original character from... Uh, uh, Kenji Watanabe. Watanabe. It's his, his yep. OC do not steal. Uh, I don't know if he designed X as well, so it's it's weird because it wasn't originally intended to be a Digimon, and I think that's also that's like definitely polarizing. But I, I like the design the sprite, I also quite like it's very like spooky to fit in theme. But uh, I give it like a, a three out of five. Cause it kinda okay. knocks a few points because it is very over the top in terms of uh its target audience, but the other bits I enjoy. I do want to say for the record that I generally do like humanoid Digimon. Like, I don't have an issue with them. Like, I think I love, like, all the Anja uh, line uh, Digimon. Um, I, I'm okay with the uh, humanoid Royal Knights. Like, I'm, o I'm okay with that. But yeah, this one specifically, I'm just not not crazy. I should, I should also specify, when I say humanoid, I guess I meant more so humans. Like, just actually are humans. Because, like, if you're talking, like, Devimon, right. I don't consider Devimon to be, like, a Digimon I don't like because he's just kind of a 
he's devilish. Like, he's, mm. he's an actual devil. <laughs> Even angels. Like, most of the angels, it's like, I view them more as monsters than I do as humans a lot of the time. But, yeah, but in the case of, like, one like this, I'm just, uh, it's a little too human for my tastes. Oh, there you go. The Elstar Monix. We knew that would happen when, eventually. <laughs> we'd have to get to this topic, so. We got at least one other <laughs> one we'll get to eventually, too. Well, we, it'll happen a lot more. We've, yeah, yeah, we've got a few. Sure. We've got a few on those lists. It's funny when you look at the virtual pets, right? You know, you, they go through all this trouble of making this dot artwork, and that's what you're really focusing on. And then it's like, all right, well, what do we make the artwork look like? And like, well, what if we really sexualize the artwork? And it's like, for, for this whole sixteen dot art here. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a that's a thing. Uh, when, pe when people complain about the uh, like the sexuality of of like the artwork. Um, a very common rebuttal is like, you know, they're not sexualizing the dots and that's what you're looking at. So it doesn't matter. It's like, I'm not going to say either way of how I feel about that, but that just seems like a weak argument in general. Yeah, it is. Right, so maybe I will say what I feel about it. It's a weak argument. <laughs> it made sense in Digimon Collectors and Crusaders. I will say that. I don't agree with those games in the slightest, but it makes sense to do some of those designs the way they did there. Because that's the type of thing it is. In virtual pets, I think it makes less sense to do that. I think uh, like a big a big aspect of virtual pets in general is the imagination um, factor. Mm -hmm. Like you, when you look at the the sprite, you kind of imagine like what you're raising, and you imagine like oh like what would this look like if it weren't a 16 by 16 sprite? And they 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 tell you what it looks like when it isn't like that. Um, so obviously people are going to be look looking at it. You have the pictures on your guide; they're going to be looking at those. Yep. So. Yeah, it does matter like this is what the digimon looks like <laughs> it's not just uh the sprites yeah so package deal there you go another uh podcast on the books this one's a good one we've got a good good spooky theme all around thank you digimon of the week for choosing a nightmare soldiers digimon to round us off yes <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah so thank you everyone for coming tonight flurp AO events. Appreciate having you on once again. We will be recording again next week, which will actually be Halloween. Oh my gosh, we're going to be recording on Halloween, aren't we? That's uh, next Sunday, isn't it? So, um, but we won't be doing spooky because everyone else will be listening to it in the first weekend of November. So, yeah. get ready for November. <laughs> <laughs> it's <a> Halloween song. <laughs> oh, he just put out a new song the other day, too. He's, I need to listen to yeah, it. I, I love uh, he's, I love that He's guy. uploading occasionally again. Bill Wirtz is. Um, anyway, this isn't the Bill Wirtz podcast. <laughs> I'm getting off track. <laughs> so anyway, um, so yeah, we'll be back again next week. Our podcast is now officially on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. So at this point, you should be able to subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice, um, assuming that you use those two or Spotify or just click on the link. I don't know. Do people use anything else for podcasting these days? Can't imagine they do. SoundCloud. Do people actually use SoundCloud? Wow. I don't for I music. That was just like a place where people put bad songs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. That's not true. I love plenty of people that do stuff on SoundCloud. But um, anyway, so yeah, subscribe to the podcast wherever the heck you are. We'll be back every week with more Digimon content. And until next time, bye. Bye. Have a safe Halloween. See you. <laughs>